Hello and welcome to the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the importance of failure as a really good indicator of how good of work we're creating. I am your host, Daniel Gregory. This is episode 427 of our little podcast. That's 427 consecutive Mondays of listening to the podcast. Or actually, it's releasing the podcast. I have no idea if anybody's listened on Monday. But anyway, roundabout sidebar there. If you're interested in attending or learning more about what's going on at the studio, workshops, print sales, artist talks, things like that, make sure you sign up for my newsletter up on my website at danieljgregory.com. And if you do so right now, you'll get my ebook on seeing and working with black and white. So there's a chance there to get a really nice little 90 page, about 90 page ebook on working with black and white photography. Like I said, this week we're talking about failure. And I think failure is one of the most underrated skills one can acquire. And I'll just jump to the sort of the thesis of this piece and that if you are not failing, you are not moving forward. Because one of the greatest indicators of action is failure. And so the more we fail in some ways, the better off it is. So one of the things that I always find interesting about working with, this happens a lot more with adults than it does working with children. But there's a high bar of not wanting to fail. And I think not wanting to fail translates into not wanting to appear stupid not wanting to appear incompetent, not wanting to be judged, not wanting to be harshly critiqued. I think there's a lot of psychology that goes into that anxiety that exists within not wanting to be seen as a failure. And there's huge societal pressure, I think, to not be seen as a failure. And yet, one of the reasons that I think failure is so important is that failure requires action. Now, that action may in fact be not taking an action. But failure requires us to actually try something and have it not be successful. And anybody who's really working at their craft in art of photography knows that a big chunk of that process, a big bunch of that work is in the doing. It is in the actual picking up the camera and taking the photographs. And so many times I hear from people, well, I just, I'm not even sure what to photograph, or I haven't picked up my camera in such a long time, or I've really sort of lost my energy for that. Well, those are all indicators of some sort of anxiety, some sort of tension, some sort of shifting in concept, personality, interest. Those are all things that are sort of keeping us from picking up those cameras. And some of those things are, like I said, they're legitimate life things. You've got kids and jobs and responsibilities. But when that nagging element sits there at the back of your throat, and it's like a little tickle or a little cough you can't get rid of that you need to return to your photography, one of the other pieces that I see at that junction in my own craft and in working with others is the sense of, well, I need to know that this is going to work. I need to know that this is going to be successful. I don't want to waste my time because I have so little time to dedicate to my photography. I don't want to spend a lot of time working on something that is not going to work out. And this is where I think the importance of the failure comes in. Because if we started each one of our photographic processes knowing that they were going to likely fail and that we were going to take photographs that were not going to work and we were going to get into Photoshop or Lightroom or the analog darkroom or however you process your photographs and that things were not always going to work out. And if we recognize that and in many ways sort of accept that difference, accept that what we're going to do is not always going to be perfect. It's not going to be always as we imagined. It's not always going to be the thing we wanted out of the gate. One, that reduces a lot of pressure. We don't have to hit that home run every time we step up to the plate. 
Two, it acknowledges that we are going to take action that is going to result in something not happening. But the most important part of that is that we are going to take action. I think the biggest hindrance to our creative practice is when we get into that limbo state of an unwillingness to try out the work because we're worried about the sense of failure. So we do, in effect, nothing, which again is a cataclysmic form of failure because we don't even try. And I think, like I said, I think there's a huge societal stigma around failure that is punishing on a lot of us for not wanting to be seen as an incompetent failure. And yet we herald in history people like Edison who, oh, it took him 500 attempts to create the light bulb. He failed all the time. It was his perseverance is what we reward. So we reward perseverance in some cases, but punish failure in other cases. So many times that failure comes up, and sorry if there's a weird jet noise. They've changed the landing pattern over my studio, and every once in a while, a very big jet flies by. Hopefully, I've modulated that noise out of the podcast. But anyway, speaking of failure, so anyway, the, there's a lot of examples of failure in photography that have worked out great. The cyanotype. Sir Herschel created the cyanotype looking for a better way to make blueprints. There's all sorts of ways we come about finding and discovering new things because of a sense of failure. And one of the things that I think when we accept that what we want to do in many ways is fail, because again, failure is the end result of action, what we want to do is set up ourselves a sort of a framework to think about how we approach our work in such a way that it embraces the failure as a mark of something moving forward, a mark of progress. Because I think a lot of times for a lot of us, we see the failure as a step back, as a need to reset, as a need to rethink our approach. And I think, yes, sometimes those are logical outcomes of the analysis of why things didn't go right. But again, when we're looking at what's possible, what can happen, we have to oftentimes push to the boundary to see at what point does this no longer work? You know, one of the questions I get asked on a technical standpoint sometimes is, well, how, how high of ISO do I photograph with? I'm like, as high as I need. I'll deal with the issues and the outcomes and what comes from that down the road. But I don't want to miss a photograph because I'm afraid to push my camera to 3,200 ISO, 6,400, 12,000. I've met photographers in the last six months who have not ever shot above 400 ISO because they're afraid of the noise. That failure of the photograph won't look good, it won't look right, people will see the noise and think it's weird, is costing them a huge opportunity in their photography because they've ascribed the negative concept of failing with noise to the experience of the photograph. And those aren't necessarily accurate inferential leaps. And I think that's one of the biggest things that happens to us when we think about failure. When we think about not being successful in masking, like one of the things I tell all of my classes, you sometimes will need to build a mask five, six times to get the right mask. This isn't a one and done out the door. Yes, there's some really magic masking tools out there, but they might all require refinement. And so sometimes you go in not knowing what the best opportunity to mask this with. What is the best tool? What is the best approach? How am I going to get to that? You might have to do it two or three times to find the right one. Each one of those that doesn't work is, yes, quote unquote, a failure, but it's also a way to learn how that masking tool behaves in that situation, learn how that masking tool might be applied down the road in a situation where it might work better. We just have no idea how some of these ideas, concepts, and elements that we work with are going to come to fruition when we need them later. 
And failure is the thing that gives us that reservoir, that reference book on the shelf, so to speak, of experience. Because if everything we did was successful, we gain a specific type of experience. But if things fail, we gain a different type of experience. And part of remembering, part of learning is recognizing that in this moment, I'm going to use this camera, this settings, this lens. And in this moment, I'm going to change that because I've tried this in the past and it hasn't worked out. And as we constitute failure then as a active part of the process, in many ways, a partner, it's a partnership in our creative process, we can embrace the opportunity to recognize that it is nothing more valuable than success. We choose to hallmark the success as something important, as something of value, and discredit the failure. We hide the failure. We're ashamed of the failure. But in the end, if you went out and shot 500 photographs today and they were all failures, you went out and shot 500 photographs today. You went out and learned through 500 different photographs. Now, did they turn out the way you want? Potentially not. That's why we maybe marked them as failure. But you got the camera out. You went and made the photographs. You did the work. And so how is that then something to be you know, ashamed of or something to worry about? I mean, I think if I have friends, if they came back to me and told me, oh man, I had the worst day. I went out and shot 500 photographs today and I didn't get a thing out of it. And I'd be like, wow, you went out and got photographs? I spent the day working at the house. I had house projects. I didn't make a single photograph today. I didn't even think about photography today. So how's going out and making 500 bad photographs a failure? You got to do it. You got to make the photographs. And yes, there is an odd little slide of hand there that we tell ourselves that, oh, this failure isn't as bad as that failure and blah, blah, blah. But that's life. That's how we contextualize and work through things. We get to make the decision about how important is something, how valuable is something. And if we start to say that the value of failure is in the action that it creates, then failing is good. And it's okay. And I think it's important to say, yeah, I really bombed it out today. I tried these 10 things in Photoshop to get this photograph to work and none of them worked. But I now know those 10 things aren't giving me what I want. I have a plan to move forward and I have 10 new skills I did not have this morning. There's all sorts of interesting ways to engage with that conversation. When we critique photographs, you know, I think one of the things that's really challenging in critiquing photographs is getting somebody to hear what you have to say about their photographs. It's why I critique different people different ways, because we're all sort of at different psychological levels with our work. We're at a different emotional levels with our work. We're at different skill levels with our work. And to critique a master level photographer as if they're novice or vice versa creates an odd conversation in the room. But recognizing that in those critiques, in those conversations, you know, we talk about, oh, give good news first, bad news, then good news to sandwich that. I think it's more about creating a safe space. I think it's more about making sure that we're in an environment where we are both mutually respectful of each other to listen, to hear, to intake, think about, process, reflect back what somebody else's experiences of with looking at the photograph. And so when we look at a photograph and we say, wow, you know, I don't necessarily understand what this photograph is about. It doesn't resonate and connect with me. You know, that's a statement of, in many ways, the failure of the photograph. But the fact that we're having that dialogue and that conversation about how one person responds to the photograph and how a different person might respond to the photograph, that conversation is ultimately what drives the growth forward in the photograph. Now, if I say that photograph fails and the conversation stops, 
well, that becomes problematic. But again, in the failure of the photograph as something that I connect with and resonate with, and I articulate that to somebody, and they can tell me how it does work for them, what has not failed in that process is the critique conversation, which is ultimately how we become better photographers. It's not when somebody tells us our photograph is good or bad. It's when we have a conversation about how a photograph responds, works, connects with people or doesn't connect with people so that we gain a deeper understanding rather than the harsh criticism of one individual's bias towards a photograph. So that failure comes in in a lot of different ways. But we have, again, that opportunity to reframe that and recognize, like I said at the very beginning, the whole thesis of this is if you're failing, it's coming out of action. And out of action is where we get our growth. It's where we get our learning. It's where we get our inspiration, our creativity, you know, sort of compounds on itself, comes from the doing of things. And it doesn't matter if it's taking photographs, editing, teaching, sharing, critiquing, uh, talking to a friend about something you want to do photographically, you're not sure how to get started. All of those elements come into play. All of those elements are critical and important. And so I think if you are oftentimes internally criticizing yourself for being a failure, I would encourage you to rethink how you frame the sense of failure. And for a while, at least try it as a positive. Try recognizing that those failures are something good and they're something valuable and then see what that does to your creative practice. Thanks so much for joining me today. I really do appreciate you checking out the Perceptive Photographer podcast. Have a wonderful creative week full of failures and unintended consequences and may you learn a lot about yourself and your process in those failures. All right, thanks again so much and I'll see you next time.